OTS Films. <laughs> yo, 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 what's up? And you're now tuning into the hottest podcast right here in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm your boy TB. I'm the real Mark B. And it's your girl K Hershey Kiss from Hershey Kiss TV. And you're now tuned in with the squad. The squad. Yeah, you know what it is. Hey, hey. The Squad Podcast. All right, all right, Memphis all right. Team. K. Hershey. Man, hell, I know hell. you got some news out there for us. What you got for us? What you got for us? Well, first off, I do want to let y'all know um, COVID is uh, getting real confusing because the sicknesses and stuff, mm-hmm. they don't seem to be dying down. However, some unessential businesses have been set to be reopened. May 1st for some states. For the city of Memphis, it's supposed to be May 5th. Mm-hmm. Oh, How do y'all feel about that? My birthday May 15th. Uh, so open it back up. Open up everything. I, I think it's too early. <laughs> about none of that. Open it all up. Yeah, I think it's too early. I uh, think it's too early. I don't think it is, though. It, I, this second wave about to be an MF. Real talk, though. Uh, you think it's going to be a second? I'm yes. hoping it's not a second wave. If it's a second wave. wave, bro, they making that stuff now, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, nah. Man, you can, hey, you can tell us when waves of it coming. Like, come on now. Yeah. No, because you got, man, no, it's not that. You got to look at it. People are literally stupid as hell. They don't care about other people's health. All yeah. thing they want to do is get back to the money that's cool, but, you know, you can't put a price on life out here. Yeah. You that's know, everybody's immune system is not the same. Everybody's health is not the same. Yeah. Some people are asymptomatic with this. They don't detect no symptoms. And they can pass it on to other people, mm-hmm. not knowing they even true, got true. it. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to take precautions about this. Yeah. How you doing, Gary? Gary, Gary, what up? Ashley. Hey, Mike. Kimberly. Memphis kid. Mr. Is? Barrage. That's my whole thing about this, man. man we got to be careful about this. So I, I support Mayor Strickland all day if he want to extend it longer. Yeah, I and I can see why he would want to extend it longer. But my thing is, what was the point of you extending it by five days? You're saying, oh, no, we're not going to open on the first. We're going to open on the fifth. I think that he's doing that to just sit back and watch to see how it affects us. No, I think he's doing that because he, at the end of the day, he playing politics. He don't want to yeah. be the biggest yeah. eyeball out there. Yeah. You know, that's that's why I think he just extended it by five but I'm days. Sure. I also think he's just being messy. Like, come on, bro. You know I'm pretty sure. Get back out there. Like, stop playing. Yeah. Like, come on, man. You're doing it because Memphis wasn't taking it serious in the beginning. Mm-hmm. No, no. And, and, and you know what? You're right. Folks still that's at not the that ball. Problem. They're Folks, not catching it. Put, it. It don't matter. We're trying to preserve prevent it we trying to compress the virus we have to do everything in our power I, like i said you never know how hard it hit home until it happened to you or one of your family yeah. members yeah that's, that's all fair. i gotta say yeah well but see if if i got 70 percent of memphis outside running around nothing wrong with them then you can't seriously have how you know when the uh, disease is asymptomatic yeah. Uh, you know, ain't harming them. So you, you say you know, stay in the house with something nah, that ain't happening. Th- it, it might not harm that person, but it might harm somebody else whose yeah. immune system is not as strong as the person who has asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And symptoms. you can carry the coronavirus without uh, having there symptoms. You go, Gary. Stay and safe still in the put house it with your on someone else. Because I have That's elderly people in my family and yeah. sickly people in my family my who get sick with every little is thing. Ninety-five. Now I'm pushing for her to get a honey. So. uh no, yeah, I think I think elderly people should, you know, take more precaution. But the younger youth, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, man, you can't lock these kids up forever. It's no, nah, you can't. Either. But at the end of the day, you ain't gonna live forever neither. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I'd rather look. I'd rather take a month or two off 
to see another 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's understandable. But like I said, I, I if take you, a year off to see another 15 years. If we not necessarily accurate with our test results, Hello, what you're saying, because they, they making up results. It ain't like it's more than what they're saying. So. I don't hey, know, I say, and I don't I care, say but I'm just trying my birthday to play May 15th. safe. My birthday May 15th, people. Mark is just concerned with his birthday. I am. He just want to celebrate. My brother's watching. I couldn't even celebrate you. my birthday. So I hey, so all I know is, is my birthday is June the sixth, and I'm a Gemini. And since y'all be talking all that shit, talking about Gemini's are crazy, please know that if stuff ain't open back up by the time Gemini season get here, we finna test some stuff up. So don't 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 think we won't. And then y'all talk about us being crazy oh, yeah. all year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, y'all gonna do is hit your tail May down. May is That's before all, all of this. Do. May fifteenth, uh, Mayor, whoever in the office, do something. Quickly. That's how uh, y'all gonna do Gemini's and sit your tail down. We partying all day. No, we won't. This the Gemini way. So right or know. wrong, we're gonna do what we wanna do. Alright. I'm, I'm don't Gemini. but don't change how y'all feel about Gemini's though, just because you hear me talking about the COVID, because any other time we crazy though. Yep, and we're gonna be crazy you, if they don't open you know this what? stuff back you up. You know what? You is you is exactly right. <laughs> you crazy. If you're going to do what you want to do with this virus running yeah, around here. Yeah, all that. You, you crazy. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. 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 COVID, you a Taurus, ain't you? Uh, May 15th? Yeah, that's, a, that's what you call it. I'm trooping the booth. I'm Aries all day. Aries My son's actually a real nigga. You know, oh, like okay. That's that what's side. up. All right. So we're going to move on to our first interesting topic of the day. We have the Teddy Riley and Babyface challenge, the hit for hit mm-hmm. challenge on Instagram. And Instagram reached its highest peak of live viewers ever in history of Instagram with this challenge. Now, um, the highest peak that they reached, and I am according to TMZ.com, I'm looking um, on the TMZ website. This is TMZ News. Now, for some of you, you are aware of the fact that the first time it was an epic fail oh, on behalf yeah. of Teddy right. Riley, who was having some technical difficulties with his show. Now, this show, I feel like personally, is the epitome of showing the difference between people with millennial ways and people with old school ways. Mm-hmm. Because Babyface, not only is he a great singer and a great producer, he was up to date on today's technology. Mm-hmm. So he used technology and Teddy Riley also not going by the COVID rules or 10 of less people in one location. Um, had a live band, sound production, a guitar, just everything. And I just feel like that was an example of how being old school could kind of go wrong. Um, after 53 minutes of trying, it didn't work out. Babyface left the, the camera for a minute and he came back with his bonnet or hair wrap or whatever it was. You know what light-skinned folks be doing. And he was ready for bed. He was like, look, we're just going to try another time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a very interesting situation. How y'all mm-hmm. feel about that? <sighs> nice battle, but uh, Babyface held back on the Kahini. We get to the waiting net. Oh, waiting yeah. Babyface ain't even do the waiting to exhale. Babyface. Baby I think what I seen was the... The mini first year. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one you seen? Yeah. I ain't been on Instagram in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a good battle, too. Yeah. To me, Scott Storch. But Scott Storch. I I learned a lot watching it. I didn't know he was dropping all them hits. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't know there was the man behind the plan. And and 
let's be honest. This is a white dude cranking out black hits. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and we enjoying this thinking somebody probably black did it. Mm-hmm. It comes to show you talent does not have a color on it. It really doesn't. If you have talent, you just you just talented as hell. I don't I don't you know just look at somebody. Oh, you, they can't do this. They can't do yep. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Nah. You know, you'll never know what's a person talent. What they, uh, what God blessed them with. So never judge a book by its cover. Yeah. All right. So um, because so many people tuned in to the Teddy Riley and Babyface challenge, Instagram ended up submitting a statement to everybody. We love how much you're enjoying the Teddy Riley versus Babyface live on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're experiencing some technical difficulties on mobile apps, but we're working on it. In the meantime, live is available on the desktop. So, so many people were looking at it from their phones that it crashed for mm. you to view it on your phone. It had to be like a laptop or desktop, like some type of CPU for you to look at it. So, yeah. I thought that was pretty dope to see that black culture could actually consume they, they social out. media like that. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so it will let you know how much black culture has an influence on people. Yeah. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. My next question is, and also to everybody that's looking at the live right now, what two artists would you want to challenge while we're in this quarantine what two artists would you want to do a hit for hit battle hit for hit battle hey Dre Davis Mark Wither Deer Regis Williams hey y'all I already got one battle I want to hey, see who I'm you want to I got I want oh. J. Cole and Drake J. Cole uh, and Drake, that's a dope I one. I want Chris Brown and Trey Songz. That'll be a good one too. I want J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's what that's I want. A good one. I want, I want to, I want to challenge with that. Because I mean, Drake got a lot of hits, and J Cole got a lot of hits. But as far as like delivery and all that, I feel like J Cole and Kendrick Lamar are more compatible when it comes to their delivery, when it comes to lyricism. Mm -hmm. Which we know Drake got lyrics when he want to, but for the most part, his music is, yeah, um, commercial. I want, I want Cube and Snoop. I want Cube and Snoop. Cube and Snoop. Oh, I didn't think about that. Cube and Snoop will be a good show. But I would live and dream for a Jill Scott, Lauren Hill, and Erica Badu three-way. And one of my Facebook friends commented on my post when I posted about it, and she was like, Lauren Hill going to be late, even to the uh, <laughs> even to the live even feed. Even to the live, she going to be late. <laughs> the <Wow>. accuracy. <laughs> the accuracy. I want to see Fantasia uh Jennifer Hudson. Oh, Fantasia and Jennifer Hudson. But I don't want to hear no um, hit for hit battle. I want them to sing against each other. I want Fantasia. (laughs) Regis Williams said T.I. and Wayne. You're the best man. Regis Williams. He said T.I. and Wayne. The hell? Wayne. Why? Why? T.I. T.I.'s not even top. Come on, man. Stop it. T.I.'s not even top. So what are y'all saying? T.I. Uh, so you you put Wayne's what? you put Wayne's lyrics lyrics above T.I. Absolutely. Okay. Not even I, was, I was just trying to see what y'all were saying. T.I. and the Wayne. Wayne That's makes a... stuff that don't make sense make sense. Right. Yes. <laughs> he be like, <laughs> we all Pitches, turn so into the Martians when uh, Lil Wayne get done rapping. <laughs> Come on, like. Like T.I. just T.I. 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 want to be gangster so bad he made his rap seem like it wasn't good. Why be like a bitch is how she gave me Kool-Aid. I ain't even sweet but she gave me sugar. That didn't make no sense. He was like but when the wolf cry wolf you still see the wolf teeth. And I was like, I thought the boy cried wolf. I didn't know the wolf cried wolf. Wayne made stuff that don't make sense. It just don't be making no sense. Wayne is like 
Bro, that man hard. Like hey, he just, Wayne, Wayne was like that guy that could put words that rhymed, and even if they didn't rhyme, they still went together. Yeah. So that's. You could put Drake in the R and B battle too. Mm. I put him against Trey Songz though. Okay, my friend Darren said Ti was really about it though. Yeah, he was. He was. So, he was. I get. But Ti is not. Come on, man. It's I a, would put uh, Ti more with Jeezy. Then I yeah, would, yeah, okay. Uh, That's Jeezy and T.I. T.I. is a trap Wayne rapper. Wayne, 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 Wayne ain't no trap rapper. Who can I match up with Ludacris, though? I don't care what nobody say. We uh, Missy Ellie and Ludacris, bro. Or Busta Rhymes. I don't care. And yeah, I know she'll fit there. I don't care. Hey, no, like, Busta Rhymes and Twister? Busta Rhymes and Twister. That'll oh, yeah. be a Twister. good one. Hey, hey, people be sleeping on Ludo, man. Yeah. Ludo, that motherfucker, man, right? Yeah. People sleep on Ludo, man. Ludo is aight. Man, you just sit back. Ludo stick to filming Fast and Furious. That's what you do. Man, that man, that man works. Ludo like was crazy, cold bro. back in the day. Man, like, Luda back cold. in the day, especially when it comes to music videos, I put Michael Jackson at the top, of course. And then, like, right up under that, all together. Missy Elliott, Ludacris, and Busta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. They right there in a cluster together. When it comes to music videos, and the creativity. come on, man. They they right there, right up yeah. under mic together. Now, I would like to see 112 versus Perry Ricky. I would like to see 112. 112. <laughs> if I could do boy bands, I would. And you won't know unless you give it a try. But if I could pick like boy bands, those wouldn't be the oh, unless you wanted to do an old school versus new school sexy boy band competition. Drew Hill. Drew Hill versus Nah, nah no, if you I, I forget you, you younger than that. You gotta go boys to men though. Hey Keith. Drew Hill had them hits while you playing. <laughs> Drew Hill yeah. had them hits. Okay, can we say Cisco versus uh, Usher? Maybe if you if you going oh, but True Hill was dope as a group though. Mm-hmm. They were so dope as a group. I got this feeling. No, let them do it. Don't I think Boys to Men was better though. Let I'm them sorry. sing it. Boys to Men was way better. Boys nah. to Men is it's way better than Drew Hill. They're a ballad group, bro. He can't. I would do big. Boys to Men and Tony Tony Tone before I do yeah. because their songs are more. <laughs> Boys to Men and Tony Tony Tone can stand there and sing and sound good without busting that one dance move. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about, they can stand there like a a man choir and sing yeah. and nobody dance. Both of those groups. So that's how come I would put them personally together. Kind of, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. He younger than us. I don't know what I'm just like, who is that? Y'all heard of Tony Tone Tone in mint condition. Yeah. I put them two together. Oh, and another joke that a lot of people have been cracking. Somebody posted on Facebook saying that they want to see R. Kelly battle somebody. And then people were coming and saying the only thing he battling is the state of Illinois. Hey, but you know what? All joking aside, all joking aside, all joking aside, nobody's touching R. Kelly. Nah. Oh, nobody. There is no nah. battle to be made with him. Like, if you're R. Not Kelly win. went live, Michael Jackson versus R. Kelly, yeah, but that's only that's it. Only I can together. see stepping up Nobody's to R. Kelly, R. Kelly in any way is Chris Brown. Stop. He'll get it, he'll it, get waxed the first he'll round. He'll get waxed. Wax first round, top. He'll hey. get waxed. Not happening. 
Chris Brown self-titled album. Every song on that joint was a hit. Bruh, you can't God. even. I lie still about that. wouldn't put him with him though. Does he? I, not I, at all. I, I, no, 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 that's the only person no. I can see it. No, no, like, real talk. No, it's not going to work. The, the nigga, man, Chris. Nobody touches my kid. Nobody's touching you. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that you know Chris Brown better than R. Kelly. I'm saying if I was to put up anybody to go against R. Kelly, it would be Chris Brown. Go look at Chris Brown discography. No, go bro. look at the songs. You might want to say Usher. No, bro, not even. Who was Chris Usher, Brown trying man? to be like? Usher can't even sing better. Usher can't even yeah, really sing to me. He really can't. And check this out, Usher hits. No, oh yeah, well hits, yeah, well, hits, oh, my hits yeah. He ain't got more than all oh, confessions. Man. Confessions was that that was his. Yeah, come on, man. They he got hits, but he can't sing though. I feel like whoever writes music for Usher, they write it tailored Put, around his voice. Exactly. and that's what a real writer and a producer yeah. do. They they tailor they his tailor music his. around I hear the his haterism voice. in their voices. No, like I, I'm entertained by Usher, and when it yeah, comes to he's an entertainer, and when it comes to pop singers who can dance, he's in my top five, mm-hmm. most deaf. But yeah. they write his music around his voice. I'm just saying, it's nobody touching R. Kelly. No, ain't nobody touching R. Kelly. But if I was to pick anybody to go against R. Kelly, hit for hit battle or talent wise, it would be Chris Brown. Cause let's just be real, Trey Songz ain't really putting out like that. Chris Brown is probably the only consistent. <laughs> R&B pop artist within the last 10 years. Chris Wait, Brown. Well, before the beat of he's, he's very, very good yeah. at consistency. Trey Songz has consistency, but let's just be real. He don't be throwing out no projects where it's a two CD set, and he don't pull like five or six singles off one album. Chris Brown has done it. R. Kelly has done it. When Trey Songz put out an album, it'd be one Fast song come out first, and then a slow ballad after that, and then you buy the album, and that's all you get from that. Yeah. You probably get one good single, and then after he do that, it'd be three or four years before he release another one. Yeah, so he's just then, like good at but his longevity. That, that shows the work ethic between the two. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's just be real. Well, you can put out a two part CD and each Hi, CD Shamari. got 25 songs on in a piece. Hi, Shai. That means you, that means you, that, this man been working. He ain't been yeah. asleep. He don't nah, come nah, for nah, nah, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say when it comes to the time that you put in the studio, that probably dictates that, but I'm not going to necessarily say work because man. Trey songs would make more money off live performances than the rest of them people. No, 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 no. Because let me tell you something. If you are a flat foot singer, meaning you can sing and you don't depend on dancing and pop music and selling out arenas and all that, you can tour for the rest of your life. Okay. And Trey Songz has some very good live performances, including a CD that I've heard where he was singing like all his songs, but instead of the pop music, they did it live. It, it, it was really, really good. Okay, so it, like, people R&B. got shows out here. I'm All not right, gonna say on, work hard. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you know, like, I'm a producer, artist. I do this. Do you know how long it takes to sit in the studio, to come up with lyrics for a song, turn around, then record the song, turn around, track the beat out, <laughs> track the beat out takes good God. Then turn around, gotta mix every song. Then turn around, gotta master every song. Then go back through every song and make sure every lick, note on it, fine tune it. Make sure you get all the final edit. But that's production. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I mean, work ethic. But still, it's but the that's work. production. But listen, 
but it don't matter. What I say, I say, I said work, right? Right. Right. Production is work. Because if you didn't put the studio in there, a song can't be made without the studio. So he's producing his own stuff. Exactly. Then so on he top producing of that, his own stuff? He, he produced and write his own stuff. He wrote stuff he for Neo, Rihanna, like Who? Chris Brown. Chris Brown write for other artists. He don't just write for himself. Mm-hmm. He wrote a couple of hits for Rihanna. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Then on Before he beat her. He, st- he still do. That, that That's how they broke the tracks out and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't even have to see him or talk to him. They'll be like, yo, Rihanna, this is a song Blase Blase wrote. You like it? It's a hit song. You want it? Okay, bye. We do the deal. Sign off. Hey, oh. I'm not going to lie. Um, I love Rihanna. And one of my favorite songs is yes. uh, Kiss It Better. But hold on. Like then like on top of that, you still touring and doing shows on top of all of this studio work you're doing. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Yeah, nigga, I can Exactly. Then yeah. you get a dance rehearsal. He a yeah. pop artist. I agree. Then you doing sound checks. You you know you doing R and B. You a pop artist. Sound yeah. checks live. Then you touring, going city to city, and you still able to crank out this many songs, bro. Yep. Come on, bro. Yep. No, Chris Brown got that. Cause yep. you then he still pop in the public eye. So no why would be so sleep. many people? Why would it be so many people interested in a Chris Brown and Trey songs competition? You got to look at it. Trey Songz and Chris Brown, they basically got the same track record. They came out at the same time. They don't have the... Now, you just said about they the work... They came out Wait at a minute. the same time. You just talked about the work ethic, so why would they have the same track record? Same track record. You must hear what I said. Because when it comes to... When it comes to, to hit for hit, Chris Brown's catalog is way more extensive. That's what I'm saying. And um, let me see. Let me see. When did last time? When did when did last time come out? That was like in 2016. No, fact, last, time? last time. Oh no, last time came out in uh, to my Trey songs, right? We were kids. Oh, when did last time come out? Thank you. That one. Man, they came out in before 2010. Like, no, it was come? way before. Was it 2006? That's what I just said. You said 16, No, sir. I said 6. He just said 16. We were I, like, y'all. Hey, look, look we <laughs> recording this. Back. We recording this. I promise. No, I said I 2006. Promise. No, and that's why I stopped you, because you said 2016, sir. 2016, four years ago. I knew the song came out 10 years plus. So you accidentally said 2016 when you I meant. I said 2006. So you meant 2006. When I edit this, you're going to see. You're going to look terrible. <laughs> no, when I, I edit this. I specifically stopped you because you said 2016, And sir. when I edit this, you're, you're going to I bet no no. I bet fifty dollars that you're gonna okay. cash out me. Okay. You okay. said twenty sixteen. I, I just made fifty dollars. Okay. You okay. just said twenty sixteen. Actually, people on live that just heard it. Hey, well, now when we run this back and you watch this on live, right? You right just now, lost fifty dollars. No, I didn't lose fifty dollars. <laughs> well, this win. is my thing. I specifically stopped you because you said 2016. No, it's he probably said 16. And he 16. said 16. Okay, we gonna see. We gonna like, see. We gonna see when we roll this thing back. I just won fifty dollars. Well, he probably, okay. he, but he didn't probably mean. He yeah. meant no. I meant I know he meant he meant 2006. I know because when I know he was talking, he could tell Because last time yeah. came out, we was in high school when last time came out because that was close to the time Run school. It. That was close to the time Run It came out. With Chris Brown. No, Run It way over there. Yeah. Run, Run It came out. Run I was in the 11th Run grade. Run It was his first song. Run I was, was in the 11th grade Scott when Run that. It came out. It was my first fall oh. semester. How you old is I was yeah. 16. That was 14 years ago when Run It came out. Chris Brown, 14 years in the professional game. Run It came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. My yeah, first semester of my junior uh, year in high school. I'm old, y'all. matter of fact, that was on... Mm. Uh, 
That was on Chris Brown uh, first album, his self well, album. What's up, Q? Yeah. yeah, but but nah, that's like I was saying earlier. That's all I'm saying. Like, do you understand the studio work you have to put in to even get that catalog? Because man, he's working yeah. in a studio. You it's throw just it, as oh, a, if you get a two CD set with like thirty songs, how many songs was on that uh album, that double album he put ooh, out? Ooh, about forty, fifty. That means you threw away about thirty songs. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? You you had some stuff that didn't make the cut, and you yeah. threw it away. And guess what? He probably got 200 more songs in the catalog. As a matter of fact, I take that back. It probably take 200 songs to come up with a 40-song double CD. Because for people who do uh, projects that have 11 songs on it, man, it'd be like 30 songs that recorded to prep for an album. We forget about one artist. Shamari, you old with me. Sometimes, we was in the same like Lil Wayne, I'm going to tell you, like, Lil, well, you, Lil, <laughs> Wayne do, Lil Wayne just basically hibernate. Nah, he Real was hard. Yes, he does. He yes, spoke, he does. Oh, hold on. Yes, he does. I'm going to have to speak out yes, on that. Yes, he does. I'm going to have to speak out on that. Because talk. after Fireman came out, and that's when he was really, really trying to hold cash money together by himself, then Fireman came out. After Fireman came out, he started doing stuff back to back to back to back to back. Carter 3. Carter 3 was the best one. Carter 3. Three and then the after Carter 3, he put out uh, Nikki and Drake and all that. And he was doing stuff with them. And he was touring. And then that stuff happened with Birdman. And he was forced to not put his stuff out. He was making music. And he was forced not to put Before his music came out. Yeah, he Before wanted, came out. No, nah, but what he wanted to do, he wanted to get away from cash money. He wanted to keep your money. And he just wanted to leave cash money alone. But. Lil Wayne had extensive. He said that his own mouth. He was like, "Man, I probably got over two thousand songs in my catalog." Of course. And when I put an album together, I just pick songs I want to put on the album. Dang. All I know is at the end of his live shows, he sing Whitney Houston, "I Will Always Love You" to his fans, and he be sound terrible, but it be funny as hell. But he Wayne, he can get away with that. Exactly. All right, what else we got? It. Uh, All right, so uh, we are going to go to the next. Thing, um, the racist TikTok video. At first, yeah. I was gonna use the New York Post because the New York Post is an official site, but I changed my mind and decided to read from thegrio.com because it's more raw. And the New York Post didn't include their names, which I don't mm. know why they're trying to leave the names out because I'm gonna say them. They're white. Stephanie Freeman and Jeffrey Hume from Carrollton High School, Carrollton, Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, they released a TikTok video. Uh, hey, Evie. Uh, they released a TikTok video of um, themselves making ingredients for black people, the N-word. And they had a piece of paper with the N-word written on it at the bottom of the sink. And then they had cups of water with different ingredients that they say is what makes up black people. Now, let me get a description of the ingredients that they said. They said... Um, we have um, black, and we have eating watermelon and fried chicken. We have, <laughs> and then they say we have rob people. And then they said we have go to jail. That's cool. And then they just kept pouring water in there saying that this is like all the ingredients to, to being black. Now, this was the part that really, <sighs> really, really threw me all the way left. And I'm going to say this, and now I'm going to let y'all say what y'all want to say. Okay. They said bad decisions. 
Now, how can you talk about black people making bad decisions when you got Just kicked made out a of bad right, decision. No, no, but not only did you make a bad decision, you got kicked out of school when there's no school. How do you get how you get fired on your day Exactly. Well, like getting did, fired on your day well, How do you get kicked out of school when it ain't no I got school? a question. Why did they have to put nigga on the paper? You could have just said a black like African American. Or they could have just left it alone. They're racist. No, I just want to know why you put nigga on it. They're racist. Like, this is what I'm saying. That is a learned behavior. No, no, no they did this for they attention. Were influenced they did this for, they attention. for attention. But yeah. You put nigga on the paper. You didn't have to put nigga on the paper. You could have just put average male or average black person. You don't no, It was a Caucasian a girl and a Caucasian. Well, I'm going to say Caucasian man and woman because if this is their second semester of high school, they 18. Right. Yeah. And that's how come I don't cease to go in on the ass. I'm just going to let you know. No, at the care. end of the day, but at the end of the day, all that, saving that was a dumb decision they made, and they got to pay the consequence for it. And you can't, you better not take us there. Their kids there in high school, they uh, didn't no. know no better. Uh-uh. No, nope. You knew better and, when you put And I told him, I said, nope. I understand what y'all were saying about Yaya Mayweather, uh, Mayweather's mm-hmm. daughter. Mm-hmm. I said, I get it now when y'all were saying that she knew what she was doing because this situation had Same. me to realize, man, yeah. y'all know what y'all doing for Get that. <laughs> so you be being soft on these kids. Yeah, they being soft like, on these kids. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not finna spread it. I'm going. Because first of all, either. number one, I hope they get jumped by some black kids. Yes, because yep. we went through that when we was now, in school. I get know, jumped, I know for a fact that they're not gonna get jumped by no black. That's because they're gonna be in, in protective custody. No, not just that, but because if they have, if they live in a society. Where's Where there white? is so many white people, yeah. that's what made them feel comfortable doing it yeah. in the first place because they're not surrounded by black people like that. And then when they finally see a black person, they're going to stereotype them by automatically assuming that these are the things that they do. So they're not even used to being around black people, but that's okay because you're going to learn today. Man, I they, don't, they don't. I learn. hope they get got. I hope you got threats all in your inbox and your DMs. They have. They've been getting death Good. threats. Good. Ooh. Come to the hood and see what it's like. Threats. We ain't gonna kill you, but we gonna beat you. So Melissa, shout out to you, Jason, Bowen, Ricky, Del Guam. Shamari said, Chief, "What's the name of the podcast? Anthony, it's called The Squad, the Squad by OTS Films. OTS uh, stands for Only the Squad, and we uh, post our full podcast, edited and everything, on Thursday nights they at eight. Thursday they nights at eight. Facebook, YouTube, get shot." And on the OTS uh, page on Facebook, you can follow the OTS page on Facebook. (laughs) They're going to get get kidnapped. Do y'all remember the rapper uh, BAP from North Memphis? I believe so. No. He's an older rapper. Like He was out back when I was like in the 10th grade. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he had a song called Face Shot. And uh, you can go YouTube that. It's called BAP Face Shot. Okay. And I think I'm he was uh, I think he was a fan mob. I don't want to re- relate him with any false accusation of gangs. But mm-hmm. anyway, he got a song called Face Shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So DM the white kids and tell them Face Shot. Get out. That's the, shot. That was the chorus in the song. It was called all Face right, Shot. Get all out. right. What we got next? What we got next? All right. All right. All right. So aside from that, this is actually some very very weird news that we got coming up. Um, not your normal news. The WTH? Yeah, the WTF Uh-oh. moment of the day. All right, this is the what the F moment of the day. Y'all know what that music means. What the hell is going on? 
All right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. for the next news article, this comes from the sciencetimes.com. Mm-hmm. I've seen multiple articles talking about this, but we got this from the science times. Mm-hmm. Two Chinese doctors turned into coronavirus victims because they're Asian and they're, you know, they're in Asia where it began and they work on so many people who have it. They ended up catching it. And when they went down to get their treatment for it, once they recovered, their skin turned out to be dark, like African-American skin. <laughs> That's so unbelievable. <laughs> Sorry. They have pictures uh, he of said this. he don't believe it. Their real, their first, their original pictures are on the bottom, and they're still laying in the bed. So wow. <laughs> Yeah, no. As a matter of fact, Same I'm gonna is. send you that Same because when we had a final cut, I want you to show these people. Okay, wow. I, I'm gonna send you that picture How so you can put it ironic. in the final cut. I'm not buying it. I'm you want us now, boy? <laughs> I'm not buying it. Sorry. Two different Chinese doctors who were both critically ill from the coronavirus have actually seen their skin turn dark right after being brought back to life from the brink of death. Dr. Hugh Weifing and Dr. Yi Fan, I guess that's how you pronounce their names, have previously caught the virus when they were treating patients at the Wuhan Central Hospital back in January. Their skin Mm. apparently changed color because of the hormonal imbalances, I agree, after their own livers were damaged. Liver damage will make you dark by the virus itself, according to their doctor's statement to the Chinese state media. I believe that because my main reason for believing is because my mother is a cancer survivor. Absolutely. Yeah. And my mother is caramel skin. Mm-hmm. When she went through her treatment of the chemotherapy, they were pretty much removing all the nutrients out of your mm-hmm. body and putting it all back in. Mm-hmm. When she was close to the end of her chemo, my mama was darker than me. Mm-hmm. She was darker than me. And yeah. I, I could see nutrients imbalance liver damage does that it's people who have liver liver damage so basically i feel like they did some type of chemo or some type of body cleansing to get it out of them which whatever they're doing they need to share it with the u.s because now it sounds like they're doing something that we don't know about yet Mm -hmm. but anyway i feel like it can make you dark and i think their original color is going to come back eventually but on these pictures right here they look black Oh yeah, nah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm still not oh, buying God. it. Okay, Cherokee. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I I believe the skin thing, and that's them. Like these are these two men. Mm-hmm. I don't know. About oh, that. <laughs> that's crazy. That's that a is WF, crazy. That's a WTF moment. Yeah, that's a real good WTF moment. Cause I I don't understand that. Oh yeah. What else we got? What else we got? What else we got? All right. So for our general topic of the day, mm-hmm. were you raised on love or survival? Was you raised on love or survival? Were you raised on love? Hey, Jessica, were you raised on love or survival? That's the question. And everybody that's in my live, I want you to comment and um, let me know if you feel that you were raised on love or survival. All right. So were you raised on love and survival? When I put the uh, comments, when I put the post on Facebook about being raised on love and survival, a lot of people commented love or survival, but some people commented both. That's true. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And I, the, the both people, the reason I asked y'all to explain it is because when I do finally have children, whenever it may be, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, I want to raise them on both. I want them to be familiar with both because personally, I feel that you have to have both in order to have balance in your life. You can't just strictly be a survivor 
if everybody was a survivor, the earth would have caught fire and blew up a long time ago. So it can't, you can't just be a survivor. And if you're strictly off love, it's going to be a whole lot of stuff. People going to be letting, getting away with treating you like, and you know, stuff like that, because you think everything is all peaches and cream. Like it's just a candy land and don't nobody do nothing bad. So to be honest, I'm going to lean more to the survivor role because at the end of the day, surviving is the instinct. Love is speaking more of emotions. See what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, we're going to need both. You're going to need surviving instincts. And since people, well, we are humans, we have emotions, we're going to need love to a certain extent. That's true. Um, That's why I lean more to surviving because at the end of the day, people are like, you doing so much to this and that and that, what are the love at? Okay, but, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people get confused survival hey, with love hey jc hey everybody jason is in the building he's on my live a certain amount of care emotion and love to take care of somebody because mm-hmm. to be honest you can just go out here you can give anybody money you can put a you can put all these people in your house you can do this for these people but at the end of the day as a man you're gonna have what one person in your house and your kids just because what you love Mm -hmm. them and you got emotions for them now i do want to make an observation uh when you said and i agree about uh taking care of somebody else it takes love most definitely that is 100 percent true but taking care of someone else i would not consider that to be survival at all survival is taking care of yourself a narcissist check this out check this out a narcissist can be a survivor So uh, if you take care of someone else, that's not survival. That's love. And you're operating off of love because it takes love to take care of someone else. Exactly. And, you know, and uh, some people get that messed up. Well, some people that's so off love, they don't see that. They so binged off love, they they don't see the care that person because I, I, it takes an amount of sacrifices uh, to take care of somebody. Because anybody can be like, yo, F this. I, I, I don't want to do this with you. I don't want to do that. I ain't doing nothing but for see, you. See, I look at it like, because I can speak for the both part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I grew up two parents. Mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters. Mom and dad didn't play that. You know. So it was it was love, but we were not the richest family in the world. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we weren't the poorest, but we had, we was, we was definitely poor. Mm-hmm. So when you say survival, when we got older, we helped our parents out by surviving for ourselves per se. Mm-hmm. So it was, if it's not enough food, I must find, I go to my friend's house, I meet over there type stuff. Mm-hmm. So yep. when you say survival, it was ways to survive, but our families, we still loved each other. I, you know, my mom made a way and you know, my father yeah. made a way, but it was, it was love, but you still had to survive. So, Mm-hmm. I would say that's probably why I'm normal. Now, I didn't learn survival until I became an adult. Right. I didn't learn survival. And what what taught me survival was rebelling against my mother and leaving the house and going to live with a boyfriend in the real world, slapping me in the face. Mm-hmm. That's what made me survive. But the reason I feel like love is so important, even though you do need both, you need both. I'm not denying it. But the reason I feel that love is important is because when I was a kid, before my parents got a divorce, like I was born a year after they got married. They separated when I was seven and they got a divorce when I was eight. By the time my parents divorced, my brother was two years old. Uh So they um, were together. And even when they divorced, they were both still in my life. But I did not feel 
being poor or be living in poverty in any form or fashion, I didn't see it or feel it until after they split up. When they was together, I thought we was rich. When my parents were married, I thought, because my mama got a townhouse that was in the apartment complex that was funded by the college that she was attending. So she was going to college, and they were pretty much paying for us to live in this apartment, and it had stairs. And to a little black kid, if you had stairs, then... <laughs> You You own, you got stairs. You know what I mean? So I did not feel poor. And then it was this one Christmas. They didn't get me any Christmas gifts because they had to pay all the bills. The only thing they bought me was like this black princess doll or something. And I wanted that doll so bad. It was a Barbie doll. It probably cost like 20 some dollars. It didn't cost too much. And they bought it for me. And I just remember them constantly apologizing to me because that's all they could get me. And y'all, I felt so rich. Like I was like, (laughs) why are y'all tripping? Like I felt like I had everything I needed. We can't forget that people adapt to their environments. Mm -hmm. And when they adapt to their environment, when you take them out of that environment, and put them in another environment, they become uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when a person is built off love, love somebody that's more of survival, they need that balance. Because let's just be real. People that's built out love, they're way more emotional than a person that's survivor because the person that's trying to, out here trying to live and survive, they've been through a lot of stuff. That's crazy. And that's crazy. And when they get through it, they be like, oh, I've been through this, so it ain't no kill me. It becomes the norm. Pain becomes the norm to them. I think that emotion is a natural human feeling. And the reason I say that is because you have some people who may have been raised on survival and their idea of showing love to somebody may be taking care of them financially, making sure there's food on the table, make sure that everyone is okay in that sense. But the minute that they realize, I feel like nobody's appreciating my efforts, you get in your what? feelings because Uh it was love so Uh i think love is a natural human emotion that people have when it comes to things like that's why i said surviving this because some people that grew up off survival can Mm -hmm. love you the best i grew up off love so because people that grew up off love per se let's say they was only child they feel like Mm -hmm. they're entitled to every guy i grew up off so much love when i had bad report cards before christmas my mama talked shit about not getting me nothing and still had a decked out christmas and that, I feel like that messed me up as a person. And that's how come I had to like regroup and do stuff all over again. Yeah. But we had large Christmases regardless. Of I'm it. glad yeah. I'm more raised on the independent route. <laughs> my, my, my folks didn't baby fight nobody. My sister moved out when she was 17. See what I'm saying? And you know, it was, when I was fit, my whole junior high, high school year, yeah, it was just me and my mother. So, you know, she was old and, you know, she would give me her card every month to go pay all the bills. And then, you know, I had a niece, a couple of years later, nephew, I'm doing for them at a young age. And then on top of that, you know, uh, when you got a niece and nephew, you kind of taking yeah. care of them, you living with them, you want to be a dead role model for them to make sure you're doing right. So they can, you know, it's see, like, you, you see what I'm saying now? Yeah. So it's like you growing up faster than a normal child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you learning, you taking care of responsibility. Well, you got a, a lot of responsibilities at an early age. Mm-hmm. People don't look at that. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you carry those responsibilities into adulthood and your survival instincts come in. 
because of your responsibilities. And some I had people so much grow love, up, though. I was in the streets. Yeah, some people so that grow up, they don't have no responsibilities. And they don't recognize how blessed they are until they get into the real world. And it just hit them with a ton of bricks. Because like I told my niece, I said, man, you know what? When you hit 18, guess what? Ain't got to do nothing for you. <laughs> your mom ain't obligated to do nothing for you. Because if we do anything for you, it's because we love you and we care about you. But that you. might be dangerous, though. Because if you're doing for people, like, quote, unquote, for, out of love, at teenage years, mm-hmm. when they get 19, 20, 21, mm-hmm. they still stuck like that. Yeah. Now they're 24, 25, but, thinking they still but enticed to be. I'm going to tell you this. A lot of parents, they, they get hung on this love stuff. He my son, he my son, but you're crippling your son. Uh-huh. Right? Right. It has to be it has to be a line drawn. Yo, you a grown man now. You gotta do something. You gotta you gotta pay some bills around here. You need to get a job. But you need to get something going with your life. Because at the end of the day, if I go to the grave, you fucked. Uh-huh. I know one thing my mama said and it makes me happy. Me and her get into it a lot, but she said this and it made a whole lot of sense. She said, Man, I can go to my grave happy. Because I know you and your sister are going to take care of business out in this world. Mm-hmm. She said, y'all got y'all own. Mm-hmm. She said, if anything, y'all helping me more than I'm helping y'all. Mm-hmm. She said, y'all got y'all own. And she said, y'all take care of y'all kids. And she said, y'all get out here and y'all go get it. She said, so she said, if I ever had to close my eyes, I would not be stressed at all about y'all trying to, out here trying to take care of business. You know, and, you know, for that to come from a mama, you know, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. That means you do you on you doing a thing, you know you and you got people my age out here. They ain't doing nothing with their life. They still living with their mama, still living with their grandma. They still feeding off their parents and all this because guess what? I'm showing you love. This my this my grandson. This my but, son. But most of them won't learn it until the person is doing it for them die. Exactly. But then check this out though. Same. One thing's for sure, and another thing's for certain. If life don't slap you early. It's it may slap, slap you later, later, but it's going to slap you. And when it slap you, And that's gonna... for everybody. It's going to hit you at it's some gonna... point. Ooh. Terrence Wells, how you doing? All right. James, what's up, James? Hey, y'all. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. At 8 p.m. on Facebook. Um, Shamari said that we should do Apple Music, and he also created a watch party for us. So thank okay. you so much. Appreciate it. Shamari, thank you. We like to see y'all tune in and, you know, check for us. And, you know, yep, we have yep. a whole lot of things coming up. We got some giveaways. We're going to start doing giveaways. Oh, yeah, we're going to do some like giveaways. Uh, watch out. We got a couple of movies coming out this year. We got Couples Therapy. Couples Therapy. Man, we got Craps. Craps movies going to come Will. out. The Will. The Wait for Love is already out. Hitting Nakiva Bryan up for that copy, copy, Follow Nakiva Bryan on Facebook as yes. well. Thank yeah. You, Shout out to Darren Catron, DC Pro Images, my guy over there. I bought his new camera. I know he's sitting over there living today. He always had good quality (laughs) videos and photos anyway. One of the best. Yes. He hit me the other day. Man, I got this camera, man. I said, oh, snap. So I know he calling me. It's some news. I know to pick up the phone. He either yes. found a deal for me or else he just got some or he just learned something. He telling me. And as soon as the quarantine ends, if y'all want to book some summer photo shoots and things, we got that going on. Oh, yeah. I got all that Really, really on. good. Like, you haven't seen camera quality this good, especially for the prices. Like, if you see camera quality as good as our camera quality that we use for our final mm-hmm. product, 
that's something that people normally pay three and four hundred dollars for. We yeah, got the deals. Uh, yeah, we got deals. Music yeah, videos, everything. Oh yeah, I will be. Ha- I will have the red camera in July. They don't know what that is. It's a fifty thousand dollar camera. I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper. Wait a minute. We have somebody that's so caught up in their craft. They start talking all this camera and scientific technology stuff and just like y'all i be stuck in a deer in headlights the only thing we know is the shit about to look better soon nah. that's all we know I'm we a, don't I'm know a, I'm it nah, i won't about to get into scientific <laughs> methods uh, i don't think i'm gonna say it's a fifty thousand dollar camera the baby lil wayne jay-z beyonce and every big artist you know and you watch their music videos i will have that junk in july so for seven days no nah, but I'm will be shooting for six. So if you need to get a music video shot, go t- follow the OTS film page. The film dates will be on there. If you're trying to get booked for a video shoot, I'm first. hit me up. It's I'm only first. $1,500. going to be 4K video, the highest quality. BET, VH1, MTV ready Look with just drone like shots. And follow so. OTS Media on Facebook, and you will see some examples of our quality yep. products. I'm first. Alright. All right, Mark, you got some shout outs before we go? Uh yeah. Shout out to the whole YMOG, man. Y'all already know what it is. Uh Ooh. staying strong to the coronavirus. Y O G too as well. Right, shout uh, out to you. I'm just under to be here to be honest. But uh go ahead on their uh YouTube channel. Y'all already know what it is. Mark B T V. Mark B T V. You can just go ahead and type it in the space. One of these bar. days I'm gonna be a guest. I don't know when this is. That's right, the real be. Mark B show. Y'all already know what's going on. We're gonna interview both of these two people <laughs> right here. That's awesome. They do it every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We you know should come on there and pr- uh promote couples therapy when we finish. Oh yeah, we got a lot of that coming. That's so true. We, we, yes. gonna, we gonna need you. We gonna need we you. Oh, oh yeah. and also we got another movie coming up. That we trying to get the squad on. Oh you know yeah, showdown. Stop playing. Okay. We are with okay, it. Okay, okay. Y'all already know it's going down. Y'all already know. Life. All right, we love y'all. We out, y'all. Bye, y'all.